How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You found Atomic Android Radio. So this is uh, the second half of last week's episode on characters and RPGs. There obviously won't be an intro because this is the second half. So the guy who sounds like me, that's me. Uh, I'm Adam. The other guy is Andrew. Uh, and yeah, this is our episode on characters and RPGs. Uh, most of them like fantasy. All right. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. But the actual episode is starting now. got um what's the other one called dc DC, that's what i was gonna i was gonna i was gonna say action comics i was like that's not it (laughs) uh we Um, we have gone pretty extensively into the lore of the the multiverse of andrew yeah um we do have a lot uh i think we have touched on it we're probably retreading a lot here. there's the the episode we have the dc rpg where we kind of, that's kind of the whole episode we go through these guys mm-hmm. um is there any like maybe one in particular you is um, maybe your favorite do you have a favorite i it, it jumps around every once in a while i'll be like man i love cerulean who's my flash type and then i'll be like no but rook's better who's like my batman type and everything um just so like a quick rundown i guess yeah, yeah. um uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, I have a good number of them. I think we went through and planned out like f- at least 52 yeah. of them <laughs> and like an atom for each of those Andrews and everything. Uh, but I have like a main seven-ish where I have uh, a Flash named Cerulean, um, more of a Robin than a Batman named Rook, um, a Superman type name. He was superior, but I think now he's, uh, we just he hasn't been yet, but I think we picked a different name. I don't Symbol. remember. Symbol, yeah. Um, 
And then uh, what are my other uh, Shazam? Who's just Shazam? Because that's his name. I refer we, to him yeah, as Shazam we Drew, uh, but that's not his name. Um, although it might be pretty fun to make that his name and come up with like five D-R- extra gods yeah, or yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> that's so dumb. Um, a Doctor Fate guy who just has the do- the helmet of fate. Uh, a sort of mix between Aquaman and uh, Wonder kind of, Woman. Yeah. Uh, where it's like mixes like the two like mythologies and everything, both Atlantis and Themyscira, in a way that we haven't really explored. I don't think he was played yet. No, um, but could it so, sounds seems, cool at least. Seems really cool. Uh, his name was Riptide. Um, and then am I missing? Oh, and then I have a Blue Beetle named Blue Beetle. It was like the next gener like. So his whole deal is like the Scarab came back from the future. So it's the same scarab as Jaime's, but they coexist. Um, so there's like three blue beetles in that game, um, which that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's like the main ones. I'm probably missing. Well, we're whatever, missing tons of them, but it yeah, doesn't matter. Um, Those are a lot of the the ones that are I think on the forefront of the DC games mm-hmm. we play, and um, I I absolutely love each and every one of those guys. They are all just me. Uh, but that guy kind of like death metal where it's like hey what if it was batman but yeah the we, Flash? we could do a andrew knights yeah oh death well that's that's gotta gross. come that's gotta come after crisis of infinite Andrews. yeah yeah um <laughs> and then we have in uh what's the other one infinity crisis infinite, infinite crisis, crisis. Yeah, we have in we have Crisis on Infinite Andrews, Infinite, Infinite Andrew, Andrews, Final Andrew, Final Andrew, and then Andrew Point, <laughs> um, and then yeah, like um, Andrew Rebirth, Dark Knights Andrew, Dark Andrew or whatever, Rook Knights Metal or whatever, Dark Andrew Metal. But it's yeah, dumb. it's stupid. It's, <laughs> it's not happening. Uh, but yeah, they're they're we're planning on doing a big event. We probably mentioned it last. Time. I, I think we, we did, still yeah. haven't got to it. But where they all come together and I just role play with myself heaps, <laughs> um, and I kind of use it like a strategy based. Where do I put my powers and resources? That I'm really excited to get to one day, but we still haven't got to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of cool guys there. Um, uh, I think since then you've done two DC games. Yeah, I've run two DC games for you. Uh, you can talk about those a bit. Um, the the only one I really remember us doing a lot for is uh Green Lantern, Adam. Where I yeah, I'm a Green Lantern, and as Green Lanterns, no matter who is in in wearing the ring, are just called Green Lantern. Yeah, I'm still just Green Lantern. You're just Green Lantern. I think I take um. Guy Gardner's ring, if I recall. Uh, Guy Gardner. I don't like Guy Gardner. Um, when I mentioned the Human Green Lanterns, um, I I know John Stewart is. John Stewart is how Jordan Jordan was. Or yeah, he was was in another dimension, but uh, yeah. So how Jordan is when you started, John Stewart was acting Green Lantern. Um, Kyle Rayner wasn't, but not because I don't like him, but because. I had plans for him. Um, and uh, yeah, Guy Gardner was not mentioned. So presumably <laughs> I took his spot. Yeah, presumably. Um, but that's a, that's a pretty fun game. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of fun to be had. Um, uh, there's a thing I do, and it happens a lot in, in other games, but it, it was the most fun in this one, where um, 
I like to do a thing where I'll anytime I meet any NPC, uh, no matter how insignificant they might be, I ask for their name and then I write <laughs> it down and I remember th- and I with like a little that description of them. So yeah. much for the Greenland game where it was like, yeah, this is some alien bullshit Greenland. This is Bing Boy. <laughs> He's, he's a green lantern and i'd write it down i'd be like bing boy he's made of rubber and orange yeah. and then the next time i'd be like i'd be like oh i go back to oa can i find bing boy is he there and then i'd go who the fuck is bing boy <laughs> so that was very fun um it was a good game for kind of working in our system it was a great kind of mm-hmm. um kind of all-around test of our system building yeah we we did a lot of hours on the um, fly for constructs yeah, powers and, and whatnot um i like that a lot the story wise it was heaps inspired by blackest night mm-hmm. um and then so there was a lot of i did a lot of had a lot of fun playing with that where i was like i played a lot more with ring because blackest night is very much like a green lantern and justice league um story where this, I was like, what if I was more Green Lantern core focused right. in that situation? And so I had a lot of fun with that. Um, you, we took kind of a pause on that game with you becoming like the new Ion. Yeah. Um, because like there's this big, basically a explosion that caused a, a, like a pretty quick spreading zombie apocalypse on Oa. Um, and then like to hide because you didn't have your ring at the time. Uh, and there was fucking zombie infected green lanterns and, and like there was multiple kinds of lanterns because they were having a big meeting at the time um is so there's a whole bunch of ring wielders you're like oh there's no place to hide i guess i'll climb inside the lantern yeah. um so you did that and then you kind of you with you dying at the time you kind of fused with um the entity yeah. ion um and that was pretty cool um, excited to do that. That actually let me opened up something a uh, concept I really like um, the idea of for a while where they've sort of toyed with the idea of dual wielding rings in Green Lantern. Uh, recently in Young Justice, they did uh, Razor with red and blue. I mm-hmm. think it was. Um, yeah, I know Guy Gardner once had green and red. I always thought blue and green would be really cool because they Jordan power each yeah. other up um how so, jordan has done that with several rings at this point where he yeah, just kind of gets both gets both so um i had a blue lantern be uh adams a blue lantern andrew be adams npc sidekick because it was just a guy being like hey what if i made you better yeah yeah um all the time uh so it, because adam had a ring a ring that was fucked up which i liked a lot too that it had like this massive crack in it so like on critical successes it would like explode in a good way and like really amp up his constructs on critical x fails that would explode in a bad way where he makes a thing and it blows up in his face basically and yeah fucks him yeah up. um so now andrew's got that as a dual lantern kind of thing um that game was a lot of fun we also played um a couple i think two games of you uh as a booster gold no no mr. i terrific. was yeah mr terrific i was a booster gold <laughs> yeah, That's what I was yeah. Trying to figure out. I, i'm like i know one of us was mr terrific i i, I really like the idea of um being kind of a, a smarmy tech bro dog shit mr terrific 
where I was like, yeah, I'll sue you. Like, a yeah, he Holt, went... the actual <laughs> Mr. Terrific at the at that point. Um, I was like, hey, I bought the, the trademark <laughs> for the name Mr. Terrific. I'm going to have to send you a cease and desist to stop using that name. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the original idea for it, and uh, I don't think we got far enough to really do that, is that kind of be like... Um, like a almost a super villain where I would go to different like towns or whatever, and I'd be like, "Hey, uh, your sheriff not getting the job done? I'll turn him into a superhero for a price." Mm-hmm. And then I would I would just make some dog shit generic superhero. Almost um my eventual kind of plan for it was to kind of steal from ooh which crisis was it? I want to say Final Crisis, where Lex did the Everyman Project. Yeah. Uh, where he would just give regular people metagenes and stuff. I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna do the metagene. I was gonna do various other ways to give people abilities. But yeah, yeah, to do that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I was essentially a supervillain in the training. Uh, but part of the game was um trying to go against that to my appeal to my better nature and have me be a superhero. Yeah, that's why um I used a boost of gold because he came from the future and he's like, hey, things don't end well if you continue down this path. <laughs> and he's kind of the Jimmy Cricket trying to keep him on the right path, being like, I don't think I could stop you from being like a super villain. Uh, or I don't think I could stop you from like becoming a Mr. Terrific type, like gaining this power and other than killing you but you're my best friend so i don't want to kill you so like i'm gonna try my best to make sure you're not gonna be a super villain and like, yeah that'd be neat if that didn't happen but um i got but, some uh, cool ideas I, I got my bottom line to worry about <laughs> <laughs> that that was uh, pretty fun yeah that's a lot of fun i do want to play more of that at some point um i think that's mostly it without going in depth on uh, yeah. dc games uh we have i think we got some more um fantasy ones we talked about starfinder um starfinder was um uh, a pretty big one for us at one point um i ran a lot of the starfinder stuff i know you ran a couple more recently um, but pretty early on i was kind of yeah the, you were the i was running guy. starfinder you were running pathfinder um that made uh one of my favorite characters of yours maximus renegade yeah um hmm, something a theme uh, kind of <laughs> yeah he's kind of an asshole in most most cases um, <laughs> um he was this uh, to uh for a bit of a segue there he was kind of like booster gold booster <laughs> cold like was didn't have any real redeeming qualities <laughs> Mm-hmm. like booster gold the very a, few he has yeah booster gold is a smarmy asshole but like he still is relatively a good person mm-hmm. maximus renegade wasn't i was a uh, uh, you were kind of a good person i had that my pr you had that hint of yeah i'll do the right thing and then there is this arc that happened where you were infected by a parasite and you went oh andrew you gave me an excuse to just drop that <laughs> and then you did and you became kind of a super villain again <laughs> um, he's when last we left off with him he's been on kind of a redemption arc but i'm not sure if that'll stick <laughs> we'll have to see uh but yeah he's a lot of fun um i think he's probably a character that gives you the most excuse to just be an absolute douchebag yeah um, the only other one besides that and i think he's come up before is uh we once ran a game i think it was on my birthday or something with our friend marco 
where it was kind of just an excuse to throw a bunch of magic items at him. Yeah, literally, I was like, uh, Adam was like, oh, I kind of want to play an RPG or whatever. I'm like, oh, I'll run one for your birthday. And I built a dungeon, and I went to the back of the Pathfinder book and looked at all the magic items. And I'm like, I'm going to use all the ones here I like and just toss them in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, have a lot of fun with these. Uh, and, and in the playing of this, I, I was a character. I was an elf wizard by the name of Sybil Starkweather. I was real lightning themed. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we were going through, it was me and Marco. And we came to our first magic item. And I was like, Marco, you can have it. That's fine. And it just so happened to be cursed. And from that point, he was like, I don't want any and, of them. Yeah. And like, so I did toss in a couple of cursed ones because it was funny. But it was maybe like if i used 20 items maybe two five of them yeah were yeah, there, yeah there were very few cursed ones really the majority of them definitely weren't cursed but the ones that were cursed were pretty bad cursed. yeah 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 uh but yeah so like the first one marco got was like a, a pretty minor curse i think they were the boots that make you dance yeah um, and he was like after that after that first one he was like i'm not touching another magic item i don't want a curse and so i was like fine i'll take them and so I grabbed every other magic item. Yeah, I could he possibly get my hands out. He had um, there's like a couple a recognizable Warcraft Um, there's the path in Pathfinder. There's the like Demon Prince armor. Yeah. the jar of dragon teeth. The he had both the knuckle bone of physical fortune and the deck of many things. I, I had the philosopher's stone. Yeah, he, I had the Storm King's castle. Yeah. Um. So like he just had a lot. I don't think I even gave you the Storm King's castle. I think you pulled the card for that castle. Yeah, and then I couldn't control like it. And I, I used the Philosopher's Stone's wish spell to wish for the ability to control it. Yeah. Um, but then he also did become cursed because, like, the Dragon Prince armor. Oh, several of them. Were, I had, like, the um, one of them. Ring. I, yeah. He, I think he had two rings. One made him blind, one turned him into a cannibal. Um, and, but, like, he had a ferret familiar uh, weasel weasel familiar named david attenborough able, yeah he was able to see through the eyes of the weasel so now he's this super fucked up super powerful just insane wizard that like is this force to be reckoned with in the world and he's so fucking creepy because like he's obviously unstable and he'll have a conversation with you where he won't be making eye contact but his weasel will be <laughs> and it's just the worst it's and um, that's the one that really let me just like hey what if i was just the absolute yeah because that one was just oh i'm evil now like all the yeah. other ones is oh what if i was just an asshole yeah, or whatever. Yeah, no. but this, this one was, this is oh i'm I'm the bad guy. I'm the, yeah. I'm the big bad evil guy. Um, and like it I didn't start a, off that ooh. way. It it slow, it, not slowly. It quickly became that way. Uh, to the point where after that game, I'm like, well, that's one of my new villains yeah, in my yeah. world. Um, <laughs> I had like the the this emerald that let me move just an insane amount of earth. Yeah, and I used it to just wreck a town. <laughs> um so um i use that as one of the big villains um the kind of the nemesis to the character chet baker is uh he started off in the very first game and kind of been hassling him ever since is this gnome called bimbo the gnome who i have a lot of backstory and like a lot of lore on that adam has just yet to encounter and everything because most of his a- uh, interactions with Bimbo the know is, hey, get the fuck out of here, asshole. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to rip your fucking um, head off. But I've had him show up in multiple other games. 
Um, and in one game where Adam played a character who was just Daredevil, but in a fantasy world. On, on the character sheet I used, it, my name was just Daredevil, but obviously that couldn't be my yeah. name. So we had, we had others. No, it, his name wasn't Daredevil. His name was just Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Just Daredevil. First name, just last name daredevil um where i was because this was in pathfinder i was a, a brawler who had blind fighting and like several of the stick based martial arts stuff mm-hmm. i had i was i was just daredevil i wore hell knight leathers yeah i was um, blind that that was a lot of fun because um i had some sight-based puzzles he just couldn't <laughs> interact with yeah it was like it was like puzzles for a kindergartner too we were, <laughs> we were in like a dungeon and if there was literally anybody else yeah, in the room, it was, I was the fine. puzzle, the puzzle. So they split up and like, I was like, cause it, I knew I was going to split them up at some point. So I'm like, I just need filler puzzles. And the puzzle was legitimately Simon says with like a DC two like int roll for like remembering like the DC. it started at two and then it would like go up by like one or two each time. Um, like, or I had like an order of it. Where like I would quickly like say it were whatever, or I would show it real fast. I forgot how I did it, but like you could get past it like insanely it, easily because it was yeah. mostly matching colors. Yeah, um, but it was just colors on a wall, and Adam just was unable to do it because he was because my character was blind. So. Um, like he had he could sense everything around him like daredevil but he can't do things like read or see color and everything and it was so bad um and one thing in that one big thing about that game was um there there was a lot to do with the astral plane and i would describe it as like you shift into this like purple realm and everything and adam just wouldn't know when he was in the astral yeah, plane yeah. Or when he wasn't i, in the I recall because uh, the first time we did it it was like the whole group so you described it like that then I was like, I don't see any of that. Yeah. Um, and so that was a lot of fun with him. Basically, it, there was moments where he would blink in and out of the astral plane at random and he just didn't know. Um, I liked that one a lot because it was one of the times where Adam was like, what if I was trying to be a good guy? Yeah, um, it was one of so the few times. That was, that was a good guy to the detriment of everybody. I was like insanely lawful good. And my party was was very much willing to be a little chaotic and like, yeah. hey, what if we shook these guys down for gold? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's so, not right. That was a lot of fun for me personally to run that. Um, I really liked that game. Uh, but uh, because in that game, Bimbo the Gnome sort of um, the care. So the players in the game, they went and they sort of did a dungeon run of Storm King's Castle for Sybil Starkweather. And they just so happened to get the right stuff done where they kind of shook his power a little bit um, and just left the door open for Bimbo the Gnome to slip in right there and sort of take all of that power. <laughs> there was a, um, a great point, too, in that where we, we as a party, met Sybil Starkweather and you were like, Adam, do you want to do you want to be civil? Yeah, because <laughs> he was sort of the final boss. And I do think you were incapacitated. I was, yeah. At that point, because you split off and you were blind and taken down when you were alone. And so you weren't playing. And I wasn't planning on you to play civil, but you weren't playing. I'm like, I don't want him to be bored. And I'm like, Adam, do you want to play symbol civil? And I was, and you're like, Yeah, I'm like, okay, you can't go easy on them. And you're like, what? I was like, what, what are you? Who do you think you're talking to? My first move was when they came. Was when um our barbarian, a good friend of ours named Arson, um charged me. I just did power word kill and dropped him. 
Um, and Arson is not a very uh, experienced role player. He doesn't know a lot of the spells. And so when he came up against a spell that had no saving throw, no possible way for him to deal with it. And I think he did have enough health to handle it, but he was taken down at yeah. a fight dirty. Because I remember you like turning to me and like it wasn't even like he was like that low. You were like, hey, how much HP is Arson at? Um, I was like, oh, uh, you don't know. And then you use like some sort of like sensory thing where like you were able to tell like stuff like that i was like oh he's at 87 and you're like cool power word kill and his face when he arson, looks at you after so arson i i love i love arson this is one of my best friends he's uh, so he's, he's so good um he's very much uh the type of man child to throw a tantrum he's, he's a big me. man everything about he's a big guy his emotions are big when he when he feels he has been slighted, he has been dealt an unjust hand. He will let you know. And he was <laughs> he was not happy with it. He was very angry, but not like pissy, like ruined the no, mood. No, angry. he was very uproariously angry. And he was like, "What the fuck, dude?" And he turned. Was, you, can he do that? <laughs> this is, and that's not the only time he did. Oh, no, he's done yeah. that sort of thing. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's great. But yeah, um, yeah, you were like, you can't go easy. Other was like, okay, <laughs> and then I just like made a storm, or I just I was I did not go yeah, easy. Yeah, they they were fucking fighting for their lives. They didn't win the fight; they survived the fight. Um, and they like used one of your magic items against you. I think. Yeah. How that yeah. ended, um, and it's to sort of uh trap you. Uh, did you did they f- make you pull from the deck of anything? I think that's what it was. I yeah. think that was they used like command was. or whatever, and they were like draw, and I because I had it in my yeah. I, although I wouldn't even be surprised if you were just like, I guess I'll use the deck of anything <laughs> now. And you're like, oh, that one fucked me. But yeah, um, that was that was a great. great that was time. a lot of fun. Um, and now I'm really excited for um adam to go up against his biggest nemesis with the all the powers and abilities of like his if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This old character, um, that's, that's got to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's like all of our big ones. We have a couple of like some friends that are pretty good. Um, like our friend, we mentioned him earlier, Ernesto. Um, we played this Fallout game that was a lot of fun and maybe his favorite character of mine that i've and ever I, seen i think personally because, also just his favorite character yeah because he's not a big role player when he's we not play, usually no but he really latched on to role playing this character and it was so fun to just watch um and that was carl goodshine who was a ghoul so he was like this fucked up <laughs> he was a zombie ghoul, like bar owner uh, who, who like wore like a three-piece suit and like a fedora and everything he was just like the nicest guy but like he would also clearly be manipulating people but his charisma was so good that like if you watched him manipulate someone you're like wow okay that was impressive <laughs> it was it was great it was, it's a very it was a very fun character to just like interact with mm -hmm. as a dm um and then i had a lot of fun playing that game because my character was a super mutant um, who was really dumb and just kind of liked people when they were kind to him. So he used that to his fullest advantage, and I just became his muscle. Because... Yeah, you were you were just like his attack dog. Yeah, he would because be like take care of him, and then you yeah. like, okay. And I was I was this massive superman, and I like went all you like all build. your special passions, yeah, and endurance. Um, I was this massive super mutant and my weapon was like a helicopter, like the vertebrae. Blade. Yeah, blade. yeah, that I just used as a big ass sword. And like, I was like a fucking monster. Like, I remember one dude showed up and he was in this full set of power armor and everything. And our friend Marco really didn't want us to start a fight with them. And I wasn't planning to, but at one point in the fight, uh, one point during the encounter, um, Carl Goodshine was like, take care of this guy, deal with this guy. Yeah, and well, I just, I just took my fucking sword and threw it and it flew through the air like a propeller and chopped through this guy's power armor all the way through clean in half and like just how much fun we were having at that moment oh, it was a blast it was so fun um, um but yeah i love that character i, I... and and I, it, it's got to be said um i think one of the things that really makes it work is i wouldn't necessarily call ernesto a very charismatic guy just in his day-to-day -day life 
But when he plays Carl Goodshine, he just oozes effortless <laughs> charisma. I know if he could tap into that. Oh, if he could somehow just absorb, like do that, he would, it would do wonders for his for him. But he's like so charming. He was yeah, because like he had a really good charisma store, score, but his role playing so many times, Adam was like, "Yeah, you get advantage on that." Because, yeah, I'll be like, like yeah, "Yeah, you get a bonus to that. You you do the, like because you were just were really good. Because like you made a lot of sense. Yeah, and you like really made me feel like I you were right in the situation. Um, and that was, was a lot this, of fun. I don't know. Um, I don't I think this was before your time joining that game, but um. There was for a little while this other character who I introduced who also had a really high charisma. Um, and it's a thing, Ernesto, and then I've heard other people who like playing Fallout. It happened heaps in Fallout 4. There's a character called Bobby No-Nos mm-hmm. um, who uh, will just ignore how high your charisma is and like be the charismatic one to you. And you'll be like, yeah, yeah I'll do it, Bobby, whatever. <laughs> um, people who usually play with high charisma tend to like that because it's like the one person in the game who you'll do like charisma checks on and they'll be like, no, you do what I say. <laughs> and they're like, you son of a bitch, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch, I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so there was a character like that uh, in that game that Ernesto just loved. He loved this guy <laughs> to death. Um, because he was just looking at the few people who wouldn't just bend to his will. And then he'd be like, hey, do you want to go on this adventure with me? And he's like, I'm in. You got me. <laughs> yeah that's pretty good uh that sounds great i so much um so recently i've been looking into the fallout rpg system because i haven't liked the ones in the past but there's a newer one i think it was 2019 ish um i forget what it maybe it's like mortimer games or something yeah mephidius um, yeah that sounds right um but uh there's this new fallout rpg system that sounds so fun to play because it's got um for one it's a special system which that's the main reason why i haven't been like oh let's just do fallout in our system was because you'd miss something you you want the special special system um so it runs off the special system it's got this whole perk system like the perk cards from the game it's got this whole modding system um yeah you had mentioned this to me there's like a whole in-depth kind of subsystem for modding weapons yeah modding weapons and power armor and everything so fun and it sounds a lot of fun um and then they have a specific die for rolling for where you target on On the body and everything yeah and that just sounds so fun to do and like i've been looking into like getting this game and everything i'm like fuck do i want to play this with ernesto and have him build yeah that would be so fun um but yeah that'd be great um there we could stop gushing over him jerking off (laughs) yeah we could stop for a bit um you've mentioned you were running a game for your girlfriend and her cousin right and yes dnd uh Um, fifth ed we we just finished it like a few days ago um and it's been a lot of fun he's playing a tempest cleric uh with a real kind of roman theme to him he's he's following essentially like jupiter or zeus as like his god Mm -hmm. um where and she's playing a character called Deeran, who is um not patterned off of, but she thought it would be fun to kind of do her take on Chet Faker. So she's a incredibly small, potty mouth gnome. That's um, good. Is she Irish? Yeah, of course she is. <laughs> Gnomes in my world are Irish. Yeah, I I know that's the case, but not everybody can yeah, do yeah. an Irish accent. She is. So. Yeah, it's great. It's so funny. It's- um. 
she's oh it, we made this character previous to the new pokemon maybe game. we need a crossover oh game. yeah that would that would rule um but there's um this new pokemon they just introduced named tinkaton who is this extremely small pokemon with a big hammer um mm-hmm. and we we were like oh they made they made your character into pokemon that's super cool because uh Deeran is a hexadrin which is a hexblade warlock and a paladin whose mm-hmm. uh uh packed weapon is this massive great hammer um so she's just like this like i, I forget her exact head i think it is like three feet yeah and then it has a great hammer <laughs> that's pretty fucking good um yeah it's, it's really fun they the whole plot of the thing is um her character goes and meets his character and they kind of start working together at the church that he's from mm-hmm. uh but recently they're like oh some of our like clerics have gone missing on this island that's like researching magic so we need you to infiltrate them uh mm-hmm. and it's and it's over now so i don't have to worry about spoiling the potential listeners uh, who are my players in the game um but the whole thing was like oh uh, my girlfriend's character slowly, you know, what, what is it? Became the mask, got too lost in the in the the false identity, and just joined this other faction, uh, and ended up being like a a traitor to him. Um, whereas he was like this spy in like a magical school trying to find stuff. <laughs> um, and then they went on quests and stuff. They they went to classes. It was it was pretty fun. Uh, mm-hmm. if you listened uh, to our Adam Carnavale episode, this is the character who got the magical lion pelt cloak um and so uh he got real decked out as like a main character uh towards the end i think at the end uh because they were doing this thing where the researcher was like injecting people with like a serum that would turn their bones into spell gems oh that's pretty good um and like at the very last thing of the fight like he kills the big bad um he 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 kills my girlfriend's character who was like a secondary kind of big mm-hmm. bad for him uh and then he gets stabbed in the arm of the with the serum as uh, like a final like fuck you I'll, I'll kill you in the end and he's like oh fuck and so he's got to like tie it off so it doesn't go any further uh and he rolled really well on, on the check so like he got like a critical success so i was like all right um you stop it your arm will die as your bones become crystal and and the meat falls off it like pulled pork but because it's magic and spells, you now have a crystal skeleton arm that can store magic in it. That's fucking cool. Um, yeah, no, that that sounds really good. And like, I really wish like I got to like at least like see or listen to this because like I I love playing with Sadie. She's she does this really funny thing to me where she builds her character as like a fighter. Like oh, uh, it's so like funny. she builds her character as like a combat focused character, and then she like plays all into the role play of it. Uh, and, and then like when she needs to kick ass, she kicks ass. But like that's not really like her first go, and it's so fun. We played a DC game once uh or i guess it would be a lot like that where she played a lobo basically yeah yeah. and she had like a she was really angry with like a potty mouth and everything uh and she loved using lobo's fucking little curses or whatever like what frag and yeah shit like that um she had like a lot of fun with that and i just like 
uh, loved having to deal with her character. Like we were in Gotham one time. Oh yeah, um, and she just we got in a fight, and she just fucking straight up starts murdering. I think they were just goons. They were just shit. bank robbers. And and Batman shows up, and I go, Batman, this is not my. Thing. I I I did I did not control it. I, oh, I don't want to. It was great. Just the like while I'm describing uh, to her. And she's like, I don't give a shit. I'll kill him too. <laughs> and you're just in the background, just like like doing the 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 hand of the throat, like no, 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 cut yeah. it out, stop. I was just like, please stop. And then like this Batman being more like less just Batman focused, being more big DC focused, he had ways to deal with Lobo himself. So he was just like, like I think it, like at one point it was like that fucking foam shit they trapped the Hulk in, yeah, yeah. whatever. Like he had her trapped and shit because like he's like just a way higher level character yeah. than us and everything. So he's like way better at doing the shit. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was Doctor Fate at the time, so I'm like, okay, I could get you out of this if you promise me you'll stop <laughs> and we'll leave and like just start begrudging like fine i guess and i'm like let's get the fuck out of here oh it was it was, it was, it was so great. good i love playing with sadie so much um i am really uh excited for like uh we talked about the barovia game she's supposed to be in that she's got a really cool concept for that but also um, looking into this world of darkness kind of game, I like while I'm looking at the mechanics. I suspect that she I, would yeah, love I'm like, this kind I'm of like, game. I think Sadie would really love this system. Um, I don't know how much into like horror is she is, but it seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Her dealing with the horror yeah, aspects yeah. and tropes of it um, would be really good. Um, you mentioned like the magic school. Um, I talked about running. I got the book and everything, but the Strixhaven game. Yeah, that sounds very um, fun. That that sounds very fun, and like especially to play with her, it seems like it'd be like a great time, everything. But uh, she's she's just a joy to play oh, with. Yeah, one of my absolute favorite. Like obviously, she's my girlfriend. I, yeah. I love spending time with her. I love playing with her. Whatever. But even if she wasn't like my significant other. She's just a great like role player, D and D player. It's incredible. One of the, yeah. the first games she ever played to go to circle back around to the beginning, and then we'll probably call it. Mm -hmm. um, she made a character who was essentially her, but in D and D, um, named Zarconia, but she goes by Nia, um, who's this druid who like uh, at one point gets like a dragon's heart and can now like partially shape shift into a dragon and do stuff like that. And it, it, it is much, very much like that, what you'd said of, she can, like, kick ass, but that's not her first go-to. That's Every not person... her first go, but she builds her character to kick ass. And I it always baffles me, like, why does she do this? Like, just play, like, you could build, like, a full-out charisma, like, type character. That's what Deeran is, Charisma, yeah. intelligence type character and everything. Where like you're specked out for that, and you can handle those problems and everything. But no, she'll just be like, "Yeah, I, I want to kill oh, people." I got a minus one to persuasion. Yeah, I'll <laughs> still try to talk this guy down. Yeah, I'll still be friends with this person. Um, uh, and that's very much how this game goes. Where it'll be like, it's it was super formative because it was like the first encounter she ever went up against. She was like level one, and there was a werebore in the woods, which is like a CR two creature. Mm -hmm. Um. And she had a like a party with her of NPCs, so it wasn't like gonna be too hard. Um, and like I'm all ready for, for us to roll initiative and everything. We roll initiative, she gets to go first. She's like, All right, can I roll animal handling to like make him cool? 
<laughs> and I was like, you can, but I'll, you'll be doing it a disadvantage. And if you fail, you wasted your action. He'll attack. They're like, just be like, this is your first encounter. Let's just There's get like a, a wear tutorial. too. Yeah, let's just get like a tutorial about a combat to just like figure out how this works. Like, is that just a boar? I like going for animal handling too. And she got like two 20s in a row. And so I was just okay. like, yeah, he, he calms down. He's like, oh, all right. I'll join you yeah. guys then. It's a fucking guy. It's, it's so funny rolling animal handling on a guy. And then he like joins their party. He was like her best friend for ages. She <laughs> she almost legitimately cried when he died. <laughs> that's pretty good. That that's one thing I like about her role play style too, is like how emotionally invested she gets into everything. Um, it's it's one of the things I'm looking forward to most when like DM. Oh, we do, Carter. yeah, Barovia, yeah. Um, I bet it'll be that, very good. I, I I'm I'm gonna enjoy that a lot. Uh, that character also had like a really cool. I guess this would be actually the full circle uh, with my character Fantasy Andrew, who I I just had a lot of a lot of fun with. I like it a lot. I want to go back to it. I think we talked about maybe doing a reboot or something with it. Yeah, yeah. Which like may maybe that's where we take it or whatever. Um, but uh, there was one point where it was either I did something or she did something to there's this character like the Clockwork King oh yeah, one of us, yeah. I, I think it was me that went through and like activated all this shit and everything and I was like inside the Clockwork Castle and then she tried to interact with it separately and like everything was like set up to be super fucked and everything like this this is not my fault this is not your fault that this is the situation this is their fault um and it, it was either like she did that to me or i did that to her what, what um, is great is i think it did happen both ways the clockwork king when the one you're talking about is uh you set it up you basically got him like up to full power yeah so by the time she got there he was like way too high level for her but um, in the reverse of it, uh, to bring it, I guess, again, full circle, <laughs> uh, Merlin, one of his uh, uh, big memorable encounters was this silver oh, ooze. Oh, yeah. Fuck that thing, dude. It was the uh, yeah. silver ooze that could, like, copy because, whatever okay, you did to it. Because I was so fucking powerful and everything, Adam was like, I, I, I don't know what to, like, throw at you that would be, like, challenging other than like yourself i guess so he just sent like a fucking copy mimic power ooze that's like this fucking eldritch horror it's a silver ooze it'll copy your face it was very much obviously like a mazo inspired yeah, yeah. type thing or more so the android from the animated uh dc universe um what's it also called? also a but the, they yeah call they the call him the android uh what all unlimited justice league unlimited yeah yeah um where how powerful i was to the thing was how powerful it was to me so i was trying my best to beat it with like a stick and shit <laughs> like i'm like i just gotta like yeah go for I, it. and i remember and, you got pissed because uh something had happened it fought like a bear or something it got pretty big um and then somebody you were fighting it with like a stick because you're like i don't want to do anything because it'll get it and somebody fired a crossbow and then it fired a proportional for it giant crossbow no someone someone was like i got this and it fired they fired a trebuchet yes and then it got it it fired a trebuchet back at us i'm like fucking stop guys um it was it was a huge pain in the ass 
you were after you because you, you didn't like beat it you dealt with you like yeah i had it. to banish it back to where it came because I, I remember like my first one uh, like when my first idea was like i have to go big to beat this thing and then when i realized that was the mistake because when i was like mainly doing small stuff and i was doing it i used like fucking uh grow person on myself or enlarge person and like i became big and then like it did that multiple times in a row and just became absolutely huge <laughs> and i was like that's it i'm not i did fuck this scene i'm gotta get rid of it so i fucking basically opened up a pocket dimension i think i created a pocket you did yeah and i like fought my fucking heart out to force it through into this pocket dimension type thing so there's just this fucking unexplored like just random pocket dimension out there that's holding this fucking beast and then i hear a good while ago that Sadie's character somehow found her way into that thing and let that shit out. And I was so fucking angry, dude. I was like <laughs> fucking livid. I'm like, oh my God, I got to deal with that shit again at some point. To where in a Starfinder game, yeah, where when uh, me and uh, Marco played together, where I sort of played, it started off, here's another character we haven't mentioned, but it started off as sort of just, I was like, yeah, I'm just Star-Lord. Like, as the joke where Adam was just Yeah, Daredevil. I was just Daredevil. I'm like, like, I'll I'm be just, just Star-Lord. Where it quickly became to uh, a point where I'm like, how strong can I get? To even the point where Adam's like, yeah, kind of screw the like what it says in the book. If it says that this strength cancels out this strength, don't worry about it. If, as long as you can earn the strength, you could keep it. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And I was just like, I became like Superman strong to a point, but that's like all I had. I didn't have like the stamina or anything. Which to is cover so funny that. too, because RPGs have done a lot of work to make strength not the most important stat. So like you were super strong, but it really didn't do that much yeah, for you. Like I did some cool shit with it, but if I did the same thing to like say dexterity or something, you'd I'd be become a god. Like a god. Yeah, yeah, you'd be untouchable, uh, absolute ace with a any weapon. It would have been ins- it would have been so. My cool. skills would have been yeah. through the fucking roof. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that you gave me that option, and I went, yeah, strength, that's fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, during like a like a space heist, you guys were kind of doing, uh, just like uh, off to the side. I was like, yeah, you find like a containment vessel with yeah. a silvery ooze. It was so it, we were doing this heist, and Adam was like, yeah, what if I just do a bunch of Easter eggs from old games in there, um, as it. Um, but kind of the main um, theme that people were after, because it was like in an auction, was a containment, like a, this little fucking cylinder, and it had like a silvery ooze in it. And then at first, it, it, Adam just described it as a liquid until I looked at it and it mimicked my face. And in game, I had no clue what it is. Out of game, I was like, uh, the actual Fuck fear this in Andrew's shit. face. We, we gotta get rid of like. And then like Adam was like, "Oh, the auction's about to start." And I'm like, right. "And we were supposed to get it and bring it to like a crime thing." I'm like, "Marco, we gotta find a reason to not do this because if we do this, <laughs> all hell's gonna break loose." <laughs> And like Marco was like worried about like some fucking orc statue or something about like that had to do with one of his. It was his character. Yeah. Like I'm like that's cool, Marco, but I don't care at the moment (laughs) because this shit's like super dangerous. And I'm like, this shouldn't be here. And that's when I find out. I'm like, how is this even out? And you're like, oh, well, I played this game with Sadie. (laughs) I was like, oh, you motherfucker, dude. Uh, But yeah, uh, that 
game was pretty fun. We went, uh, we were the turbo team we went by and we were kind of like space mercenaries that will do a job for you and everything. So we're like adventurers for hire, but like sci-fi. Um, so that game was a lot of fun. Um, that was a lot yeah, of fun. dealing with that uh, was was a big hassle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll do yeah, it for us. Uh, um, I think we have more. I never um, even talked about our Star Wars RPG. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll do something else with that later. Um, but yeah, if if you have any cool characters or anything, uh, well, and want to talk about yeah, it, if you've got some great us. stories of like really interesting characters you've made, please do send it to us. Yeah, well, if fun. it's good, if it's like if we get like enough of them, pretty good. Indeed, we'll do a thing where we share stories of like our own and like user not user fucking user listener submitted. submitted ones um that would be really fun and if you want to do that you can send those to our email at the atomic email at gmail.com or our social medias like our instagram like atomic android 2020 or perhaps our twitter at or, atomic androids or mayhaps our twitter <laughs> Uh, but yes you were to go to our twitter <laughs> mayhaps you might seek our twitter for a tale or two um yeah um look uh we, we don't do much on those social medias but uh we promote them every time uh and it makes us feel good when people check it out uh, but look, if we have any important news or anything it'll it'll go on those yeah um but uh yeah, uh thanks for listening. Uh we'll catch you next week, guys. Thanks. To see you later. Bye. Bye. Hey, uh, this is the second half of the of last week's Sorry. Well, I guess I know what the end cards are. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.